I'm Jamie Nye. This is the Green Zone live from the Briar here on CJME and CKOM as we get set. In about an hour from now, first rocks will be thrown at the Brand Center, Saskatchewan against PEI. It's tonight. Of course, Team Canada gets going against Nova Scotia, and there's a Battle of Alberta tonight as the two team, two of the three teams, I should say, representing Alberta, will be Kevin Cooey against Aaron Slachinski. And, of course, you heard... But it's interesting. What Ben Hebert told us next year, the three qualifying teams, the three ranking teams, this year it didn't happen. It was the top two, and then the third one was decided later. Next year, all three of the top teams in the CRTS rankings will pre-qualify, meaning the only way in, if you're not one of those three, is winning your province. And as he mentioned in that Alberta final, Kevin Cooey knew he was going to the Briar, no matter if he won or lost. Uh, So... Is he really all in like Slachinski was to get there? No. Next year, it'll be a completely different story. And th- this format, I think it's here to stay. Well, Nolan Thiessen, uh the uh, CEO, you'll hear from him in just a little bit uh, on just that fact, uh, which is what this format looks like going forward uh, with Canadian curling. But also, it's not only a hometown briar for a Ben Hebert or a home province briar for the three Saskatchewanians on Team McEwen uh, or the member of the Northwest Territories who uh, hails from the Kindersley area. It's also a hometown briar for the skip at Team British Columbia. Uh, Catlin Schneider had a chat with him about what it's like uh, to get ready for a hometown briar while wearing BC blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm figuring it out as we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know it's been great, and um, obviously it's it's a lot, but I'm uh, taking it in stride and enjoying it and trying to, and um, it definitely doesn't feel like I'm. It feels like I'm in, you know, the hometown colors almost, right? Yeah. So, uh, what did Jay say this morning? Our teammate goes, uh, yeah, "Blue and yellow makes green anyway," so you're good to go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, what this is your fourth one? Yes. What have you learned from the previous three? Uh, to go, okay, this is how we should handle the week. Yeah, tons, obviously, and obviously I haven't had a hometown one yet, um, so it's it's a little extra, but, yeah, just managing everything, expectations, um, you know, sleep, rest, uh, fun, um, <laughs> a little bit of everything, and obviously I've, uh, I've been on the podium once, I've been to playoffs a couple times, I understand what it takes to get there, and hopefully I can kind of, um, help the boys um, kind of understand that, and, and they can lean on my experiences anytime they need. Um, yeah, there's so many little things that you learn, like what kind of sh- do's and don'ts and what helps you, what doesn't, and, and what kind of people you need to surround yourself with during the week to kind of keep the body good and, um, you know, cooking a bunch of meals. Like I, I made a bunch of meals, my girlfriend made a bunch of meals, my mom made a bunch of meals, my sister made a bunch of meals, so we're... We're just like set up to, you know, eat well and and get a little more downtime and and stay healthy and it's going to be a hell of a week. I'm really excited to be here and and uh, so I'm going to start by enjoying a cold one in the patch tonight for the rec clause. Exactly, yeah. right on. Yeah, you got the greatest strategy of all, right there. <laughs> um, but uh, you you have the night off tonight. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. What what what's it? Will you be there watching yeah. tracking rocks? Yeah. Already uh, getting mm. ready before your first draw tomorrow afternoon. Yeah. Yeah, my company, Prairie Sun Solar, we, we bought a box, so we're okay. going to be uh, kind of having 
clients, friends, family, co-workers up there. So I'm going to join them tonight just to kind of take a little action to start while I'm not on the ice. Um, go to the patch and see the records play a little bit, have a beer and just enjoy it. Um, and then back on a, back on uh, for a first game at one tomorrow. And uh, it's just been a, it's been a wild week. Like I feel like a bit, bit of a rented mule in the last <laughs> the last four days. So I just can't wait to just just relax tonight yeah. and just enjoy it and um as much as we need to do all the right things to win it's you also got to enjoy it right or else it feels like it's not enjoyable if you're if you're not having fun so that's what we're going to do tonight and uh, nothing crazy just uh taking a little action uh kind of obviously do we got my team doing uh and our coaches and fifth doing some uh, rock scouting and some ice reading and yep. do a little bit of that and then um enjoy a couple cold ones and then get a good sleep tonight and be ready for tomorrow well what about your year like yeah has it has that been a whirlwind to mm-hmm. kind of do a shift and then boom you're provincial champions of bc and you're going home to regina for a briar yeah it's it's been crazy and obviously had this one marked for a long time um we had an opportunity in 2017 when i played with jimmy cotter to uh we we i played in bc we made it all the way to the finals lost the final in the extra end for a regina briar that one uh was one of my worst losses of my career um i'll never forget that one that one hurt a lot and that's just what gets a guy up in the morning and what gets him to the gym at five in the morning and, and what makes him keep working hard and keep throwing rocks and getting better and trying to try to learn more and try to figure out how to win more, right? And, uh, you know, what would you know, you know, however many years that is later, seven yeah. years later, I'll play in BC again as a skip and win it and come to a hometown briar. So um speaks to my teammates. It speaks to my friends and family for supporting me. It speaks to my trainer. It speaks to my company for supporting me. It's It's been a wild ride and... Uh, I couldn't be, you know, more thankful to be here. It takes a lot, doesn't it, you know, to be a competitive curler in this it country? It does. And, and you're you're working full-time, too. Like, I'm busy as it is and living on the farm and doing a lot of stuff all the time. So it, it, to find the time, too, it, you know, it's got to be before the sun comes up to get some training in, get some throws in. And, and um, it's, it's never-ending, it seems, and that's kind of how my life is. And I'm used to it now, and I enjoy it. And hopefully keeps me out of trouble a little bit yeah. <laughs> um but yeah no it's uh it's a it's a wild ride and i'm just i'm uh, finally honestly today was the first time just standing out there for practice that it's actually okay this is happening this is real yeah. right so how loud are the schneiders going to be this week yeah it's going to be it's going to be loud i got <laughs> got a lot of schneiders that's for sure and there's uh you know even my company uh some of our friends are going to be loud and some of my old teammates that I played football with on the Rams and who play for the Riders now are going to be here, though. Those guys are always down for rambunctious time. Um, I just can't wait. That is Catlin Schneider, skip a team BC, but a Regina product in a home briar uh, for him, of course, after winning the BC Provincial Crown. Coming up here on the Green Zone, it's time to shine a Sasky spotlight on an Olympian who is going for a medal in Paris. Britain Gray's feature is next on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Jamie and I with you live from the Montana's Briar. Getting set for draw number one tonight. Saskatchewan against Prince Edward Island. Canada also up against Nova Scotia tonight. Two Alberta teams go head-to-head in a rematch of the Alberta Provincial Final. Kevin Cooey, who qualified through the CRTS rankings against the man who beat him in that Alberta Final, Aaron Slachinski. And you also have Kevin Cooey's brother, Jamie Cooey, and the Northwest Territories uh, tonight uh, on the ice against Quebec. But right now it's time to shine another Saskatchewan spotlight on a local diver who's heading to the Paris Games as Rylan Weens has qualified and 
is considered to be someone to watch, possibly medal, in Paris. Here's our Britton Gray. Rylan Weens is looking to reach new heights at this year's Olympics. The 22-year-old diver from Pike Lake, Saskatchewan, qualified for the Games this February. I think by this point, uh, it's kind of fully sunk in uh, that I'm qualified for both sinker and individual. Uh, and now I'm kind of working towards getting the mind frame of doing well at the Olympics. It will be the second time Weens will head to the Olympic Games after he qualified back in 2020. Those games took place in 2021 due to the COVID-19 pandemic. It was like a dream that I had since I was six years old, finally coming and achieved. Uh, and it felt like a whole bunch, like 13 years of hard work paid off. And now this this cycle feels a lot different because it's only three years compared to the last one, which felt like my entire diving career. And I mean... Like I said, just as sweet of a payoff, but also a lot less time. And it's another milestone for Weens in a sport he's loved doing for most of his life. Me and my brother both joined at the same time. I was six and he was eight. And we just, you know, tried out a summer camp. And from there, the coaches asked us to, who is my coach now? She asked us to come back and because uh, she saw some potential. And then from there on, it just kind of, you know, turned into what it is now. <laughs> While he does have experience at the Olympic Games, this year will throw a new element into the mix. There were no fans in the stands the last time out due to the pandemic, but that's set to change this year. I'm expecting it to be a huge difference, like, around the village, around in the stands, around the streets. Like, it's going to be absolutely packed everywhere in Paris, but, you know, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited for my family to be there and for some other fans to be able to come and watch and uh, to get the cheering in the stands, because that. That really gets you amped up and really gets you excited to give her your best. He's excited his family will finally get a chance to experience what it's all about. I think it's going to be a really cool experience. Uh, they really wanted to go to the last ones, but unfortunately there was no spectators, so they weren't allowed to. And I'll, I'll say they've been eyeing this one up since since the last Olympics. So I think for them it's going to be amazing. And then some other friends are coming out as well to watch. So I think it's going to be a really special experience. Weens placed fifth in both the individual and synchronized 10-meter dives at Worlds, which punched his ticket to the games in both categories. But things have been tough for him over the last year, as he's dealt with a number of injuries. So in the past summer, I missed the last World Championships due to a back injury, and before that I had a bit of a neck injury. So I went and watched the last World Championships, didn't compete, uh, didn't actually start diving till uh, almost September of this, this year, so... It was a pretty quick preseason, and then, uh, you know, I got right back in the competitions, and this is my first major one since I've been back. So it was almost a year and a half since uh, my last major competition. But he appears to have bounced back and hopes to find his way onto the podium in Paris now that he knows what to expect this time around. I think the biggest thing uh, that I'm going to pull from it is that I deserve to be there, and, you know, I'm fighting for a medal this time, and just to... Take it one dive at a time, not get too much in my head, and just go and do what I know how to do. For the Green Zone, I'm Britton Gray. That's another Saskatchewan spotlight shined on Ryland Weens, and someone we'll be rooting for in Paris at the Olympics in diving, as as you heard, one of the top-ranked divers in the world. Uh, more to come here on the Green Zone. Uh, we're going to hear from Nolan Thiessen before the event. He is the new CEO of Curling Canada and someone you might recognize when I say he won the Briar three times as one of the front end with the Kevin Cooey's rank as well. 
as he won one with Pat Simmons uh, skipping as Team Canada. And by the way, our trivia question a few days ago, it was uh, Pat Simmons, Ed Lukowicz, and Mark Dacey were the three other skips uh, from Saskatchewan who have won a briar along with Rick Folk since Rick won it uh, with Team Saskatchewan. Rick also won with British Columbia. And a couple of skippers from Saskatchewan uh, trying to win it this week, including Catlin Schneider of Team British Columbia. Also in the world of sports, F1 fans, Max Verstappen, pole position again. I just hope it's not a boring F1 season Red Bull just dominating again like they have the last couple of years, although there is some controversy over their manager, uh, isn't there, and Christian Horner uh, with some allegations of wrongdoing, though he's been cleared of it and will stay on at Red Bull Racing. Something else uh, to keep in mind this weekend, uh, keep it right here. Of course, uh, you know where to turn for local news on the weekends. It is CJME and CKOM. Uh, there is a storm a-brewing when it comes to snow warnings uh, out there and watches uh, throughout much of southern and central Saskatchewan, and we will have you up to date with everything you need to know, especially when it comes to if any highway closures, anything like that. Our news team has the plan. They'll be all over it uh, this weekend to keep you up to date uh, here on CJME and CKOM. But right now, uh, let's get to the one-minute drill, the latest in sports. As uh, Briar night one tonight, Brad Gushu up against Nova Scotia, defending his title as Team Canada. As Saskatchewan is also on the ice, taking on PEI, Mike McEwen is skipping his ninth Briar, his first representing Saskatchewan. Uh, they take on PEI, Alberta against Alberta tonight. Also, Jamie Cooey in Northwest Territories against Quebec and Julian Tremblay. In the NHL, late night, only three games. The Ottawa Senators host the Arizona Coyotes. The Coyotes are on a 14-game losing streak. I can say this. They haven't won since January, and it is March the 1st. That's not good. Uh, elsewhere, Washington hosts Philadelphia. New Jersey visits Anaheim in the WHL. PA, Swift Current, Regina all on the road tonight. The Blades are at home trying to end their mini two-game losing streak. And Chad Kelly came out publicly on social media saying he is shocked by the allegations of harassment from a former assistant coach. He intends to vigorously defend himself and seeks the dismissal of the action. Coming up next, the new CEO of Curling Canada, Nolan Thiessen, here on the Green Zone on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. Well, we are about a half an hour away from first rocks being thrown at the Tim or the See, I knew I was going to do it at least once. That's a fine. It's not only it's not not Tim Hortons anymore. It's the Montana's Briar. Um, there's not even Tim Hortons coffee here. It's McDonald's uh, that are uh, supplying the coffee this week uh, for the Briar. Uh, but yes, uh, first rocks coming up uh, at six o'clock tonight. Saskatchewan against PEI. All eyes will be on Mike McEwen's rink uh, with Team Saskatchewan. If you missed it, we announced who's playing for two thousand dollars with the Green Zone Tic Tac Twenty contest uh, earlier today. There's 13 games in the NHL tomorrow night, and Ross Stephen of Saskatoon is the contestant with the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. If any game in the NHL begins with a goal in the first 20 seconds of the first period, that's in the NHL tomorrow, one of those 13 games, a quick goal, Ross gets $2,000. If not, we're playing for $2,100 next week. If you haven't put your name in yet, 
Go to cjme.com, cklm.com. If Ross wins, of course, the jackpot goes back to the base of $100. So good luck to Ross. We'll see how it goes. I'm not guaranteeing anything. I thought there would have been a goal scored in the first 20 seconds of the first period well before uh, this coming weekend. Anyway, this will be the most money we have given away ever on the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. And we set a new record each and every week. There isn't a goal. Uh, So congratulations on whoever uh, finally gets their hands on this uh, huge jackpot with the Green Zone Tic Tac 20 contest. Well, the man running the show for Curling Canada, only been doing it for a little bit, is Nolan Thiessen, a three-time Briar champion himself, but now takes on the head role as CEO. And uh, Nolan, what's the week looking like for the uh, new boss of Curling Canada? I just got the gig on... uh... January 3rd and I hadn't uh, I didn't haven't backfilled my old role which was sort of running the event so I'm doing a, a kind of a little bit of two hats this week so there's lots going on um, but no it's I mean this is my favorite week of the year I like I it always has been um, it was when I was a little kid I remember my my parents it was the only week that my sister and I weren't allowed to control the television was Briar week so um, yeah, no, I'm just, I, I love this week, so I'm just so excited Did for they it. Ever, was it ever in town where you got a week off school to go watch the Briar as a kid? Well, actually, not the Briar, but the Worlds. Oh, yeah. uh, world, I, I'm, I grew up in Brandon, and uh, we had the Worlds in 95, and they had, uh, well, actually, I went to the Scotties in 93, and I remember sitting in front of Sanders' whole family. I was cheering for Manitoba, and uh, all the Saskatchewan people were behind me hanging over my shoulder giving me a hard time even though i was about 11 years old 12 years old and uh which was great it's exactly the atmosphere i wanted and then uh yeah world championships in 95 uh was one i uh i maybe maybe missed a couple days of school that week that's all right yeah. uh, i missed some uh, days of school whenever the briar scotties went to region yeah. uh, that's the way it should be um do you miss it you're a cha- you you won this thing you've won mm-hmm. it three times when you're watching them practice, and I saw you interacting with like Pat Simmons and some of the guys you yeah. curled with, does it ever go, okay, I kind of miss this a little bit, being out there on the ice rather than being the guy who runs the show? Uh, yeah, I mean, I say to everybody, I said, you know, when I'm backstage and I see the guys coming in and they look like they want to throw up because, <laughs> you know, it's it, it means that much to them, I just say to myself, man, I wish I could do that one more time. But there's so much work that needs to be put into being that good, um, and I've got so much other stuff, and, and I just think I can uh, I can help make the game better um, in this other side now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there are times where I mean, there's nothing like being the only game on the ice at the at the end of the week of the Briar. What was like? What was it like winning your first one in 2010? Uh, it's undescribable. I remember because. Like it was, we won in an extra end, so it wasn't one of those ones where you know you got a big lead and you can start thinking about it. You know, right up until 15 seconds before, I had no idea if we were going to win or lose, right? And then all of a sudden, the rock stopped in the button, and oh my, I just won the briar. I mean, it just, I just, the feeling of elation is just really, really hard to describe, but um, yeah, it was amazing. Uh, so, uh, as the CEO, and now new into the role, of mm-hmm. course, uh, you, you, the 
point of Curling Canada and the point of these events is to get the best curler to the worlds and showcase the best curlers, and everybody's got an opinion about everything. What's what's it like? Because you're so close to the competitors, you know mm-hmm. these guys. Mm-hmm. Like, how often does a guy come over and go, "Come on, can we? Can, what are we doing here?" Like, and how much do, do you have to rely on all the players from all the provinces, competitive, like uber pro and not mm-hmm. to go? What is the best process? That's what's so special about this event is that it is not like it's this little piece of Canadiana and, and I, I've said this a few times like we're not we're not taking away residency we're not taking away the provinces and territories like that is such a special piece of this um, you know bringing in the three pre-qualified teams is just our way to make sure that the field is really strong but I mean you look at the players they still want to be called Alberta and Saskatchewan and like even if they pre-qualify right it, it just means so much Um and and yeah, there's a there's a ton of people with a lot of opinions, and and I say to them, the game can the the Briar and the Scotties can never just be strictly high performance, and it can never just strictly be for entertainment, and and just the because mm-hmm. we have to find a balance there, and that's what we've tried to do with this format is to just find a balance that. Um, accepts the traditions but also knows that we're modernizing a bit and, and we got our first taste of it uh, with now the wild card teams what would used yeah. to be wild card yep. teams representing the provinces and seeing manitoba sh- show up at the scotty's yeah. tournament of hearts and it might be alberta this week at the briar right you got yep. three really good alberta teams and Kui botcher and slichinski uh that are here uh but when, when you look when you Talk to the players. Mm-hmm. Like, how much do they want to keep the provincial aspect? Because it was them that was like, "Can we stop wearing the Joker logos on our back? And yeah, wear totally. our province, please." I mean, yeah, they like they they love representing their provinces, and, and uh, um, you know whether it's kind of I look at it now more as just there's there's two ways to get in. Or, or three ways to get in. You get in by winning it the year before. Mm-hmm. You get in it by being one of the top teams. But you're still representing where you're from. And you can get into it by winning your uh, playdowns. So it's just you know, there's a lot of a lot of ways to get in. And, um, yeah, I mean, they, you see it, you know, those teams, they, they still want to have the AB or SK or MB on them. Um, no matter what. Well, we got a battle of Alberta tonight yeah. and the rematch of the Alberta uh, final with Kui and Slichinski yeah. uh, as well. Um, but how much uh, are you always evaluating? Like, this seems like every year there's a change or a shift, there's some sort of tweak. Mm. Uh, or when is going, okay, this is going to be our format for five years and we well, let's get used to it rather than changing it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one is going to be the one for the next, like, this is going to be three years. Um some of our changes happened just because it was COVID. Like yeah. the bubble year, it was kind of how can we even determine a wild card? Um, you know, and then the year after that, we thought it would be back to normal, but then there was another closure of a bunch of things, and all of a sudden we had to go back to this format. And, you know, last year we said, okay, the next three years, this is the way it's going to be. And, you know, after year two, we'll start to assess whether – Okay, is this is this right? Do we need further tweaks, or is this going to be it again? And and then you know at that point we'll probably say, okay, for the next quadrennial, this is how it'll be, and we'll start we'll start working in increments like that. Um, I know it's hard. Um, you don't want to just make changes every year because then you you never really know is it a one off or yeah. is is the change 
um, actually beneficial or detrimental. So, um, but we're also not in a situation where we're saying this is how it's going to be forever. Um, we have to be able to evolve. Nolan Thiessen is the CEO of Curling Canada, a newly minted CEO uh, of uh, Curling Canada uh, here on the Green Zone as uh, the Montana's Briar uh, starts tonight. Logistically, mm-hmm. once the event starts, is that like, okay, or is it always, what, how's the ice doing? What is, like, how much do you talk to the ice technicians, all that stuff? Do we need to open doors to the building? How hot is it outside? Because it was a little bit ridiculous in Calgary last week, yeah. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, we hire we hire the ice makers for a reason. They're the they're the. I always tell them. I said I, I don't know how to do your job, so <laughs> I'm not going to be coming in. I may ask some questions because I'm interested, but I am not telling you what you should and shouldn't do. Um, with our events in general, everyone with Curling Canada, I think, you know, once we get the machine roll cranked up, because we, you know, we were in Calgary four days ago, right, yeah. and then and then we, you know, loaded up the truck Sunday night and got it here and reset up. Um, you know, once we get everything up and running, it, it smooths out a bit. But then next weekend with the championship weekend, things things really pick up because uh, it just gets so busy and uh, and so exciting. As much as you, you like to spread the event around, um, how much do you enjoy coming to the prairies and uh, see probably a little bit more sellouts and everything else throughout the week? And how good of a job has the crew done here to get things set up? Yeah, I mean, it's the... It's the heartbeat of curling for a reason, right? It, it always has been, and, and, you know, I'd venture to say it, it always will be. I mean, there's a lot of areas in this country that curling is, is doing well, but, um, you know, you just always know it, it's such a knowledgeable crowd, too. Yeah. Um, and, and the volunteers and, the you know, the people that are on the host committee, they've, they've been through this a few times. They know what to expect, right? Um, and, yeah, I think it's it's going to be a world-class event, as always, here in Regina. That is Nolan Thiessen, the CEO of Curling Canada in the new role. Uh, the former CEO actually went over and took over Hockey Canada, and that's why uh, Nolan, who was the head of events and the events coordinator, is now the CEO of Curling Canada and uh, running a pretty good show. I'm glad he said it's always going to be a provincial uh, territorial championship. Did you hear what happened in Scotland? Like, this is how Scotland decides their world contender, the person they send to Worlds. The Both the Scottish representatives of this year's world championships did not win the national championship. They held it uh, two weeks ago, and Team White won the men's, but they picked Mowat because the Scottish Curling Federation makes the decision on who goes, and it doesn't matter if they won the national championship or not. That should never happen. Uh, The winner of the national title should be going to the Worlds. Uh, I couldn't imagine how Team White feels. who's a pretty competitive team on the uh, Grand Slam circuit circuit, uh, here in Canada as well. Uh, So... The Briar, it gets started in about 15 minutes will be the first stones being thrown in the Brand Center. Of course, we'll have you covered for the next 10 days. Coming up next, Champs and Jumps on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM. You two are winners, big winners. I think you're shagadelic, baby. You're switched on. You're smashing. You tried your best. And you failed miserably. The only thing I'm addicted to right now is winning. You're an idiot. Ah, you're a bad person. Each and every day, one champ and one chump here on the Green Zone. 
Yesterday on the Green Zone, Mario Alford was on the show, and he was talking about the interview process, how intense it is, how deep they look into your past and everything else, and how much pressure you are and how much they're looking at you in the interview process. So the chump is going to be Texas Tech's Tyler Owens, uh, who going into the NFL Combine when every team's wondering, okay, what's this prospect, what's he like, who he is. Um, I don't believe in space. I don't think there's other planets and stuff like that. It's probably not how you want to open a job interview, uh, by the way. But the champs, if you're coming to the Briar, you'll see them in the blue shirts and the blue vests. How about 350 volunteers to make a go of it this week for the Briar to the organizing committee, the bid committee who put it together to bring another world-class event uh, to uh, Regina and Saskatchewan. Of course, uh, Shannon England, uh, one of the vice chairs, and all those, uh, Doug, who I know, uh, helping the volunteers in the patch as well. Always a job well done, and hope you have an incredible week. There's your champs here on the Green Zone. Time now for the Green Zone one-minute drill, the latest in sports. As the Briar is about to begin, the doors have opened. The people are streaming into the Brant Center as Saskatchewan and Mike McEwen takes on PEI to get their Briars started, trying to end the 44-year drought. Last time a Saskatchewan rink won it, wearing Saskatchewan colors, was 1980. The feature game on TSN tonight will be a Battle of Alberta. Kevin Cooey against Aaron Slachinski, Northwest Territories' Jamie Cooey against Quebec, and his brother Kevin Cooey, of course, is on the ice tonight. As mentioned, Brad Guju is up against Nova Scotia. Of course, Brad is Team Canada trying to win a sixth briar, which would tie the all-time record. In the NHL, the Ottawa Senators are hosting the Arizona Coyotes. It's just three games on the NHL schedule tonight. The Coyotes are on a 14-game losing streak. Anaheim takes on New Jersey. Washington is hosting Philadelphia. In the WHL, the Saskatoon Blades up against the Lethbridge Hurricanes. The Blades have done something they haven't done since November 21st and 22nd. That is lose back-to-back games. So they're trying to end a mini two-game slide tonight at home. P.A. Swift, current Regina, all on the road. The Broncos on a six-game winning streak going into tonight. Well, that's it for us live at the Briar on this Friday. Have a safe, enjoyable weekend. Uh, hopefully, if you're coming by the Briar, you can stop in, say hi to the Green Zone gang. Maybe I'll see you singing Long Live the Night tonight with the Rec Laws. Free admission tonight at the Patch. And, of course, this weekend, our news teams will keep you up to date on the uh, snowfall warnings uh, throughout Saskatchewan. We'll be back on Monday on 980 CJME and 650 CKOM.